Uh, what's this? 69? Oh, no. Got those jokes handy, fellas? <laughs> no, I can't. No? Why not? Because it, it would be impolite. Oh. I didn't realize that was something we worry about. It's not. But if there's, if there's, <laughs> if there's young ladies listening, I always feel bad. Oh, because girls are so fragile, they can't hear dirty jokes. Is that it? I think that's more sexist than anything. No, not. I didn't say. No, I'm talking like actual young ladies. I'm not talking about like what, like little girls, like Brendan's daughter. (laughs) There's many a daughter that listen. (laughs) We're Brendan's daughter's favorite show. That's insane. You should not let your little daughter listen to our show. It is not family friendly. I mean, I think she's she might be like an early teenager. All right, it's teenager friendly. I mean, if anything, our content is like teenager equivalent. We are on yes. par with. <laughs> that is correct. Anywho, we could talk about what they talked about on uh, Craig's 69th episode, which was uh, analysis paralysis and you know your level of apiness and all kinds of different apiness. <laughs> get it? Yeah, I get it. That's it is a little but wh- clever. Why? It's clever once. That's our friends at Boards Alive. Nice. Anywho, all right. So it went. I I baked a loaf of bread. I saw that. I showed that to Cal. She was thought that looked pretty good. You guys, if you want to like get down with baking, should buy Paul Hollywood's book How to Bake. Is it, it is good? like one of the best cookbooks I've ever bought. Yeah. It's very detailed. He goes into, like, why you do things, which I appreciate. I've always liked that, like the science of it. Yeah. That's cool. I dig that. Yeah, yeah. That's I was I was scouring for this information and couldn't find it that easily on the internet. I was like, I'm just going to take a chance on this book. And I did. Cool. And I made bread with it. Yeah. Although my dogs almost ruined it. It looks like, really good. You know, it tastes pretty good, mostly. Mostly? I think it might be a little underdone. Underdone. All right, well, we'll do our bread podcast some other time. <laughs> this could be a, like a hybrid bread and board games. Ah, bread and board games. Nobody's tapped that market yet. Baking and board See, games? Baking and board games. Yeah. I'm sure there's a market for it. This week in the oven, we have a review of... everyone and welcome to episode 69 of the podcast of nonsensical gamers the classiest board gaming podcast around my name is matt and joining me on the cast today first my very sophisticated co-host sipping her wine miss tiffany b hello is that a is that a cabernet or a... it is a cabernet oh well, that was lucky <laughs> that was like the only kind of red wine i know so it's my Blue Apron delivered wine. That's the oh. only reason why I ever have wine in the house. Very nice. So it matches yeah. your meals that you got. It does, but I think I stopped getting the meals, but oh. kept the wine. You just now you just get wine delivered to your door. Yep. Oh, I guess that's classy. It is classy, I think. And I'm not dirtying <laughs> my hands by going out to the store. <laughs> I have someone else do that for me. Very nice. That's how classy I am. Do they deliver it with, like, a, a nice white towel wrapped over their arm? 
No, it's just a FedEx no. guy. This is Tiff B. This is your wine for the day. <laughs> that would be nice, though. Yeah. It would be a good touch. It would be I'm nice. Gonna, I'm going to recommend that next time yeah. he shows up. Because <laughs> he's always like, here's your wine. Like, they know what it is. I don't even think you can deliver wine in Maryland. Oh, that's too bad. I'm not sure that's See? a thing that's allowed. Ohio's pretty great. What? I get beer delivered through Tavor. Nice. Okay. Yeah. See? All right. All right. Well, the, we have here? another very classy <laughs> man, the classiest of all podcast hosts. It is Dan, although I don't know what Dan, what's the classiest thing about you right now? If I had I to if, if I had to I'm accentuate a, your classiness. I'm wearing a collared shirt right now. Ooh. And in his button-down collared shirt, it's Dan. Ladies. Um, you might give it a little more sultriness. We're talking classy. Are we talking classy or are we talking episode 69? Ladies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to be upstanding citizens here on this most comical of episodes. Is that why we picked the classy tagline? Because we're trying to, like, circumvent the inevitable? Yeah, I figured that if I started us, like, all the way up here, our, our inevitable drop would leave us somewhere in the middle instead of below average. That's how I treat my kids. I'm like, I know you guys are super good musicians, and that's why you're going to remember to do this. It's like a trick. It's a trap. Yeah, I am attempting to trick you guys into being professionals this episode. Ain't going to happen. Nope. No, it won't. Hey, it's, uh, it's been a little while, and even I'm forgetting where you can find us. So as I read through these show notes, I'm going to remind myself and you, the lovely listener, that you can find us on Facebook.com slash The League of Nonsensical Gamers. You can always shoot us an email at podcast at nonsensicalgamers.com or head on over to the BGG Guild, number 2077, and join the conversation. Let us know what your Origins 2017 plans are. Find us on places like Twitter and Instagram if you want to keep up with the posts and the games that we are playing. And a big shout-out to our sponsor, Tasty Minstrel Games. Find them on PlayTMG.com and keep an eye out for all of their lovely titles coming to Kickstarter and your store shelves soon. Like I said, it's been a little while, and we are on the cusp of Origins just a a, a day or two. Are you guys, Tiff, are your plans still intact? Are they changing a little? No, I think I think we're still good here. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there every day, and I may stay overnight on Friday. Awesome, that excites yeah. me. I'm glad I'll be glad to see you there. And Dan, I just saw a, a a tweet, you know, complimented by the lovely Kip from Napoleon Dynamite doing his fist pump. You are getting ready to head out. Do you head out tomorrow or on Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Are you flying out? That's something. That's a personal question. No. Oh. I am not. What is your flight number? That's a personal yes. question. Are you window or aisle? I'm an aisle guy. I have long legs. Yeah. But then they always hit you with the drink cart. It's okay. Because then you get a free drink. Well, that's fair. I guess if it falls off the cart into your lap. <laughs> anyway. He's trying so. to trip the flight attendants. <laughs> I just imagine Dan, like, sneaking pretzels off the cart as they roll by. Real stealthy. All you gotta do is ask. Flight attendants don't care at all <laughs> about what they give you. You can have the extra can of Sprite. We're not worried about it. Yeah. Like, if well, they pour you a cup and you're like, can I just have the whole can? They're like, here. Like, what do they care? It's not coming out of their pocket. It's true. Use it all up. But anywho, so... You're heading out soon. I'm heading out soon. Tiff is going to be there as well. Although Tiff doesn't have to go very far. What are you like walking down the street? 
I'm a little bit further than I used to be. I used to be so, so close, yeah. like within like five or 10, like less than 10 minutes. Now I'm like a 15 minute situation, 10 minutes. It's a real bear. Yeah. Yeah. A real bear. Well, what's going to suck is finding parking every day because I'm going to be driving in every day. That is true. Of staying overnight like I usually do. Yeah. I'm a little stressed out about it. I'm trying not to think about it. Well, you could always take the two hour walk in if you really wanted to. <laughs> the whole point of of driving every day is so i can spend a little bit of time at home yeah every day but uh, well we'll see how not it works walking. Out. maybe i'll be ubering every day. just get someone to take you to and from oh yeah we'll have a car i don't think anyone i don't think anyone's gonna want to do that i mean to be fair I mean, if you bake kel a loaf of bread <laughs> she might come get you Dude, you know how long it takes to get bread together? It's like an all-day process. Yeah. It felt like an all-day process. You'd have to start it the night before every night during the week. Wow, that's a lot of work for a ride. I'd yeah. rather just pay Uber. All right, fair enough. Well, all this to say that we are very excited to be heading down to Origins 2017. It's right around the corner, and I guess we're giving everyone, including myself, a little something to listen to in the car ride there. Uh, it's not going to be a terribly long episode. We are just going to do some top of the stack and what we've been playing but hopefully it'll tide you over for 30 40 maybe 50 minutes of your drive or your flight in and uh, we hope to see you there and uh, you'll hear all of our social media stuff at the end again if you want to find out where we will be during the event but for now let's talk about some of those things that we've been playing and tiff you've been bragging for the last two days that you actually played some games so i'm putting you on the spot well i don't know if i, I just stated a fact i did play games and i played more than one i mean that's kind of bragging <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> sure. Well, we can go with that. I uh, I played a couple of games. Uh, most of them weren't mine, weirdly enough. But uh, one of them was Hit Zeroed. This was a Martin Wallace game? Zombie game? Yeah. Martin Wallace? Yeah. So, I, uh, I almost randomly bought this at one point, and then I was like, no, it's too big of a risk. It's like one of his surprise light games and uh it's pretty simple and let's see let me think about how to explain this so you're trying to survive a zombie apocalypse Dumb. and it starts the with... unenthusiasm in dan's face is like <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to I'll keep his classic with my opinion this is an okay zombie game i prefer run fight or die but I, that probably doesn't even need to be said anyway it starts out with something i hate which is a bidding round you use the resources that you have, um, and Ew. there are three different kinds of resources. You have fuel, and guns, other stuff. So sticks, <laughs> bacon. Listen, it doesn't matter. Bacon. Three, I, <laughs> yes, bacon would be a great resource. Um, but anyway, you bid your resources to choose where you're going to, where your character is going to go for that round, and there are these cards set out. And you're basically bidding to choose first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. And the cards give you resources, and they also have zombies on them. So, you know, you want to bid well enough to not get the worst path to take, essentially. And uh, I, I wish I had tried that strategy out, because I pretty much refused to bid <laughs> for most of our game. Uh, I didn't win, surprisingly. 
But, uh, so you, you, you bid and you go up to these cards and some of them just will give you stuff like, oh, here's some more fuel. You can take that. That's good for you. But some of them are like, here are these zombies and you have to fight them and you use dice to roll and you can trade in some of your resources to roll extra dice. And they have customized faces that tell you if you've beat the zombies or if they've attacked you, you can do some things to kind of mitigate the rolls, but it's a dice rolling game. And um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's bidding. It's dice rolling. It's zombies. Wow. It's okay. Our excitement. <laughs> you can feel it. It's palpable. It's just, ugh. I was not... I You know, I like zombie games. I'm that maybe one person in the world who doesn't tire of the theme. I just like that theme. But uh, this one, I was just, I was feeling the averageness of it. It has some moments where you're like, you know, if I get this roll, I have the perfect amount of resources to, to make it through and get this thing and survive to the end. I had that moment and I lost. So it was like one dice roll away from being safe at the end. But uh, so it has some like those kind of stand up type moments. But other than that, I'd rather play Run, Fight or Die. Yeah. So here's the thing, like, since he started, since he announced he was no longer going to self-publish and he was going to start selling his games to publishers, I mean, it's, at least to me, the trend of the games he sold to these publishers is they're all just mediocre at best. The best one I think I've played in recent memory is MOA, and I mean, even so, it's good, but it's not like... It's not like classic Martin Wallace good, kind of. You know what I mean? It seems like he's just kind of phoned it in and that these publishers are simply just resting on the laurels of his name value and just putting it out there with pretty art to cover up this kind of mediocre experience. And it's just, it's it kind of bothers me. But, I mean, I guess maybe he's earned it in that way. But I don't know. It's, it's annoying. I will say that the artwork on this is very good. And the the whole concept around it is that the game is made up of um, pieces and parts that you found, like scavenged parts. So your resources are on bottle caps, so your fuel, your bullets, and something else that's a lightning bolt. Energy? I don't know. Anyway, they're on bottle caps. So like the, it's kind of like this found stuff that you would be scavenging for in your zombie apocalypse when there's nothing. It's like someone made a board game out of found things and that's kind of a cool aesthetic i like the way the game looks yeah that's fine like i said that's just that kind of just plays into what i just said it's like they all look really good and play really eh. and wait why how are you finding lightning on a bottle cap or is it lightning in a bottle <laughs> get it is that what they're it just is labeled, they're just labeled bottle caps oh they just have like symbols on them they're just like they're bottle cap chits they look like chits or they look like bottle caps, and then they have a little label on the inside of it. So it's supposed to be like someone made this game during the zombie apocalypse. Mm. Has kind of a rough. Okay. That's look cool to then. It. That is cool. I I love that concept. I just wish the game was better to match it. I would probably play it again because I. To be fair, I didn't choose wisely in playing it. Like I. I'm not good at bidding in general, and I, I'm always like, well, maybe I just won't bid, and that'll get me out ahead of everybody. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> choose wisely, because you could have played another game. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Boom. I don't know. 
Classic. I think I would play it again, but it's it's pretty light and it's really straightforward. It's just not like wow, but so few games are. But to be fair, is there any possibility that you roll a die on your first turn and die and are immediately out? No. So better than Dead of Winter. <laughs> That's true. Dead of Winter sucks. That is true. <laughs> I just wanted to hear Dan say it again. No, I mean, it's not bad. It's just fine. Like, if you play it, I didn't hate it while I was playing it. It was fine, and you'll be fine. I guess that's a compliment. With the right group, you could probably have a lot of fun. I got nothing for you, Tiff. The silence, the, the crickets, they go. They should have, like, wine pairings with these average games. <laughs> <laughs> With the right amount of alcohol, this game could be fun. Yeah, I, I feel like that's how it goes. But All right. It's okay, and it looks good, so I don't know. Yeah. If you're easily won over by aesthetics, maybe it's the game for you. If hmm. you're looking for a middle-of-the-road, a middle-of-the-road zombie game, <laughs> there you go. Hey. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> I got jokes. Oh, jeez. Let's go ahead and put... Uh, Pun Master Dan on the chopping block. I wanted to know. So we haven't talked about Spiel Shares yet. That's not something that's really been mentioned. I think Tiff and I mentioned it briefly, briefly on a news episode, but we never really talked about our opinions. And Dan, you've officially been able to play all three of the Kenner Spiel games because we played Raiders of the North Sea a little bit ago. So I was wondering your opinions on that game and your opinions overall on the uh, the three nominees. Um. They got it wrong because Great Western Trail is just a recommendation. That game is the winner, not not just a nomination. That is the winner of all of those, hands down. It's not even close. Like I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't get it. But I don't know. I everyone always talks. They don't know what they're looking for. I still don't know what they're looking for. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's nice to see something like, I guess, Raiders of the North Sea getting a little bit of love. I don't think it deserves it, but it's nice to see kind of something from an independent publisher, a new designer, not your kind of typical Spiel or Pegasus Spiel or Cosmos, you know, all the, like, the, the staple German companies. It's nice to see that they branched out a little bit, um, but I, I think they got it wrong, and that's my opinion. So out of the three, it's Exit the Game, Terraforming Mars, and Raiders of the North Sea. Do you think that Raiders of the North Sea is the biggest standout? Would that be the first you cut? Or do you think that Exit should be more on the bubble? Um, I Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I'd probably cut Exit because I don't think it's anything new. I think we've seen a, an influx of all these kind of puzzle games over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I mean, these specific kind of series of games like the unlock and the, now the, the, uh, exit, and then you're getting all these escape room in a box. Like that's kind of new ish. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like I love those games. Like they're great. Um, and the exit game is, uh, at least the one I played is excellent. It's Mark and Inca's brand. So I expect nothing less cause they're, they're pretty good damn designers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think of the three that are nominated, it's Terraforming Mars is to lose because that's probably the best of the three of them. But again, that said, like Great Western Trail is just mm -hmm. so good. It's so much better than all three of them, like leaps and bounds. Like, I don't get it, but maybe it was too complex. But I, I you know, and I think part of why it's so good 
is that its complexity is masked very well under its kind of intuitive nature, like the mechanics, the theme, everything is very intuitive and it feels just right. And it just, it just moves along at a nice clip. It's got a great pace to it and, and everything in it, the, the actions, the timing, every, you know, everything, the downtime. Um, whereas the other ones it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, for me, Great Western Trails, the the whole package. I think it's more of, it's probably just a conspiracy. They can't, that guy can't win it three years in a row. That would, that would be crazy. Maybe. I don't know. But he deserves it. The guy's been on fire. Yeah, I mean, it, it does bring in sales and notoriety for the designer. But, I mean, it seems to be more about the game more so than the guy in front of it. It's not like he's going to be, like, have a statue built of him or anything. So, I don't know. I would hope that they wouldn't. Leave him I out. think he'd be the first one to win three in a row. I think uh, Wolfgang Kramer, my boy, I think he's won it. I think when we did the trivia, I think if I recall, I think he's won it back-to-back years two or three times, but he's never won it three years in a row. So that would be that would be something new for sure. Well, and he's not German, is he? Who? Uh, Fister? Yeah. German, Austrian, something. I don't, I don't know. Is I he? Think he's, okay. I think he's Eastern European-ish. Yeah. Okay. So, it's it's just interesting overall. I think that exit. I really like the exit games, and I do consider them games. But a lot of people are calling them activities or just a string of puzzles, and not really including them in there. But I think that they've got some game to them. And when I look at the other recommendations, it just seems like the the range this year for Kenner is very strange because. Things like uh, Captain Sonar and The Grizzled are also on there, which are two very different games, and Big Book of Madness. That was a Kenner? So, no, Big Book of Madness was Spiel, wasn't it? Or is it just Spiel? Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Ooh, that would be weird if it was Kenner. Well, maybe I'm reading the site wrong. No, then if it's on the site, then you're right. I might just be misremembering. Well, let me double check before I go misreporting. Either way, Big Book of Madness doesn't deserve to be on that list at all. Like, that's it's an okay game. It's Yeah, it's not as strong as I was hoping it to be, but... It, the thing is, it's got a really cool system in place with the most lackluster spell powers ever made. Like, yeah. you do all this, like, cool thing to build up to this spell, and you cast the spell, and it's like, move a card. And it's like, yeah, that wasn't cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big Book of Madness, Kenner, Captain Sonar, oh, that, Kenner. Oh, they've lost their minds this year. Against They're, Great Western Trail, The Grizzled, things like that. Yeah. They obviously voted on this at Oktoberfest. Like, this is... They're off their little German rockers over there. Well, they've rated it as uh, <laughs> a sophisticated complexity rating, as opposed to Great Western Trail, which they consider very challenging. Like, that's the verbiage that's used. So, and I do think it's a tough game. It is. It's so not, maybe it's, it's not easy. It's yeah. got a lot of moving parts. But like I said, the, the beauty of that game is that everything just moves in such an elegant fashion. Like yeah. it's it's just slick. Like that game so, is just super good. I played for for once I think I've played all of these games. Most of them. All of them. Yeah. I have played all of them. And I just it it's a strange thing to try to to nail down, so I really have no idea where they're gonna go. I think that exit stands out as something different and they like to do that but i feel like terraforming mars is probably the strongest pick i agree but yeah i just anyway like, this was raiders all worn is, out oh god go ahead if you're gonna talk about raiders I, i'll chime in 
Yeah, so this was all born out of our, uh, you know, asking you about Raiders because outside of this being nominated, which I think it was a really big surprise and is going to help this game a lot, which is good because it's the best of the three. And I know, Tiff, you have this coming your way as well. Uh, you know, what did you think about the game in general? I do think it is an is a fun, like, lightweight Euro game. Yeah, it's got some kind of unique elements to it. It's I think I said to someone on Twitter, it's solid. Like, I, I would just put it as a, you know, a co- maybe like a 657 on my list like i'd probably play it again i just i don't think it it didn't do anything to really like you know knock my socks off like it was just fun i kind of went through the motions i like those games where it's like micro actiony kind of like put one down pick one up you're done that kind of thing quick simple but still has a little bit of crunch to it um but it, i don't know it just didn't i don't know maybe it's because you threw dice rolling into it and i don't know it just kind of it worked it worked really well it gelled it was it had a nice pace to it the escalation from the kind of the village all the way up to like conquering the castles was was good it was at the right kind of pacing that i would like to see with that kind of game that weight of game um the the card powers was an interesting little bit um so i i like that that the different worker colors was was good in theory i just wanted to see a little bit more out of it i think in execution i don't know it's just a pacing mechanism is all it is yeah and i and i get that um i just i don't know i i didn't leave it going man i really really want to play that again like i left it saying i'd play that again but yeah yeah it's, it's probably third on that list for me in the kenner list after terraforming mars and exit I'd put it, you know, when I kind of consider it, given how much we play. Now, Tiff, I know you still play a lot of Lords of Waterdeep on the app, but I would consider that it's almost kind of like a Lords of Waterdeep in my mind. Like, it's definitely more, a little bit more complex than that, but, like, it's it's just super smooth. It's really easy to play. And for someone, like, if we were sitting around and wanted, for our group, who is much more experienced and kind of entrenched, if we wanted something that was lightweight and Euro, but we felt that, like, Lords of Waterdeep was too low, like, this would be... It's like a step I, up, but it's basic. I'd rather play us. Lords of Waterdeep, I think. Really? Especially if That's you put in the expansion. I'd rather, mm-hmm. I think I'd rather play I Lords of Waterdeep. I haven't played the expansion, so. Well, Lords of Waterdeep is pretty great. It's a very good game. Like, I, I'm not arguing that. Um, I, I just make fun of you for playing it 4,000 times a year. But <laughs> um, oh, There's no way we're playing it 4,000 times a year. It's very slow going when you're playing asynchronous, but... I get your point. That's true. It's a great app. I can't. I can't argue that. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just. Um, yeah. I don't. It was good. It was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't good. Like I, I. I would recommend it if you were looking for something on that water deepish level. Um, but yeah. That makes me very excited to play it. I need to play it. I think you'll like it, Tiff. And it's it it's like easily a, a board game club game. Like for your your kiddos who are already delving into Alien Frontiers, they can easily handle this. I don't know. After our three hour game of Alien Frontiers, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go all dexterity games next. Ah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> well, so I'm I'm glad we got to kind of expand on those thoughts a little bit because I was interested in talking about Spiel des and we never really got around to it, and then also seeing what you thought of, of Raiders because I know that was one that I, just, I didn't know yeah. how you were gonna receive it, but. I'm just curious. I guess it must have... I mean, I know Renegade's bringing it over to the US, so it's yeah. going to get more distribution outside of the initial Kickstarter, but I was just... I didn't... It didn't strike me as something that would um, really 
put the German market abuzz, but maybe, maybe it is. And maybe I'm missing something on it and I should try it again. But, um, I just felt last year there was, there was a lot of good titles and I, I really didn't agree with a lot of their choices. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see where they end up, but I think like, that at least we did the predictions last year, and I I wouldn't have guessed probably three of the six or whatever easily. Like last year, I nailed them. Yeah. Now it's I well, it ebbs and flows. You never quite know what you're going to get. It's also what's available too. Like I w- Big Book of Madness in my mind is like a, a year and a half old. Like I wouldn't have even put that on my radar. Anywho. So let's move forward. Let's talk about some other stuff. I've, I've got a lot of different things that I've been playing. I've been trying to play all kinds of different stuff. Um, a couple of things that I'm hoping to play, which we'll we'll talk about for Top of the Stack, but like I played some Ethnos, but I don't want to speak to Ethnos because I only put it three-player, and I want to play it with more people because I'm interested in seeing how that goes to so maybe get some games going at um, Origins. So I'm going to save that for a little bit later, but just wanted to throw out there that it, it's pretty cool. I'm interested in it, but I don't know that I can recommend buying it off the shelf just yet until i play it some more we uh we finished up another time stories dan and i don't know that we've talked about this and time stories continues to be a super weird thing for us i think because i really enjoy playing them it's me you and cal that have played them we played them all three player uh we now finished all four of the first kind of run before we go into this next set that started with the expedition what is that called I don't Endurance. Know. It's it's probably Cthulhu and Antarctica. I'm hoping it's Cthulhu. But anyway, so it I'm it's confusing. I feel like every time we finish the time stories we have the same conversation and Tiff asks us asks us that same question of like, are we gonna keep going? What's it gonna take for us to give up on them? I still wanna keep going. I'm still interested, but I feel like I ranked them on Twitter and some people agreed and some people disagreed that Under the Mask was better than prophecy, but still has yet to live up to that that opening. And in retrospect, still isn't as interesting as even Marcy case, which we were kind of lackluster on to begin with and then realized kind of how clever it was. So Time Stories continues to be a very strange activity for us because I really like playing it with you guys, but I I don't know if I'm still enjoying the game itself. It's more just the time I get to spend with you and Kel. So I'm up in the air on it. I mean, first, that's really cute. Thank you. Um, oh, sorry. Ew, that second, was a little mushy. It was. Well, it's episode 69. <laughs> it's time for all that lovely love stuff. Anyway. Um, anyways, I'm, yeah. I'm Is a, that okay? That's me censoring myself right there. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, so time stories. Yeah, part of me thinks like that first thing. Was like When we cracked it open, it was like new to us. It was fresh. It was like completely unique. And it was like, yeah, that's super cool. And now, like, as we keep going through them, like, it's losing maybe a little bit of that kind of new newness to it. So we're being maybe a little more critical of it or we're not like, I don't know. I The three of us, I guess we probably don't role play it maybe like some groups do too. Um, I'm just like, yeah, let me let me get the, the, the chick with the with the short dress or something like, you know what I mean? I just like, I just, that's how I describe 69. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, or I'm like, you know, give me the, give me the dude with the sword. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get into it. I'm like, give me Thanos creator of all blah, blah, blah. Like some people probably would do. I'm like, no, nah, my, my dude's just going to throw three time green stories. Tokens. Marvel coming soon. You yeah. can play as Thanos. Whatever. <laughs> like, um, so it's cool. Like I thought this one had, um, and 
this isn't like two darn hordes, but let you, me and Cal are really good at like escape rooms and these yeah. puzzle games too. So we, these things click for us and I, maybe that kind of takes away from it too. Cause it's like, maybe the game is too simplistic for us right now. Uh, to a certain degree, we're looking for more of a challenge or more of a puzzle. And cause this last one, we just ran through in like three and a half hours. Like this was like the first time we'd actually sat down and, and finished one in one sitting. Um, since I guess the first one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it had some, it had some cool mechanics though. I thought, I thought mechanically speaking, this was probably my favorite to be honest. And I think, well, I think the, the whole, well, I'm not going to explain it, but the one mechanic in it, I thought was really clever. And I think we just, I don't want to say we lucked out, but I think we really hit it out of the park with our timing on how we, um, we did said mechanic in, in certain spots. And I think yeah. we did it really well. Um, but without that, I could see it being, yeah, it could be a, a really interesting puzzle. Um, if you had to go back through and do it again, kind of thing, I think, like I said, I think we, we almost kind of lucked out the way we did it. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, mechanically speaking, I think this was probably one of my favorite ones. Cause I thought they had a lot of, a lot of unique kind of cool things going on with how they used the, the players in the game and stuff like that. So yeah, but puzzle wise, it's still, like I said, it still wasn't as big of a challenge. Uh, I think the biggest puzzle was still the first one and for sure. That's why it resonates. Um, and like you said, Marcy case was a good puzzle once we figured out how dumb we were. So I guess I shouldn't say we're too smart for this game yet, but since then they've all been pretty breezy. Yeah. So we'll see how they go. Endurance comes out. Lumen Fide, I we just got to play up to that snuff film. The theme. Can I just chime in for a second about this no. time stories business. <laughs> Go ahead. I I actually would play the endurance one. I'm fascinated by that one. I just I read a whole book about the endurance, the actual expedition of the endurance. Yeah. And it's like such a great general tale of human accomplishment mm-hmm. so I, i'm curious how they weave in like the the supernatural elements and stuff but i would i would play it that theme i'll tell you how me. they just put cthulhu in it cthulhu done we don't actually know that but we're hoping it's i'm not i'm hoping mountains of madness is fine yeah yeah and the themes have been great they have been great and they've got a good lineup they they're starting to stretch i mean they they are they did uh like basic fantasy and they did I think that they are honing in on like the most basic of themes, but they are doing them in fun and, and interesting ways. And they and they're a little bit more depthy than you expect them to be. It's not just oh now we're at the pyramids and we're doing the same things that we always did. They they do fold in um, things from the th- the theme to make them more enveloping and kind of thematic and and things like that. So they do a good job with the theme. So do we need to like find a, an origins day and do a four person? <laughs> mm, that's a long commitment it's like I four know, or five hours we could just skype you in i would do that that would be fun i don't know how would we skype her in i don't know if that would work we just read her the card that's fair you basically just like watch us play no it's that's not fine it's not that she can make decisions oh well, yeah you can make decisions. puzzles listen i wouldn't mind just watching you play this I is the kind of game where you really only need like one guy to like move the pieces like that's true like Kelly always I've is like, where are you going? Games. I'm like, I'm going here. 
We all just go to different spots every time. That's fine. Let's maybe give that a try. All right. Uh, so maybe we is, include Tiff. This on is our your next only one. chance to sell me on time stories, just FYI. We'll have to be really enthusiastic. We're yeah. not really great at that. <laughs> yeah. Guy with <laughs> sword. Mm-hmm. guy with dog sled oh yeah you can be the guy with the dog sled i will oh, be the guy with sad, the cthulhu monster sad story the real story sad lots of dogs died just saying all right let's uh, uplifting uplifting tiff played a game another game two mm. games in one episode i played more than one more game oh like, my gosh i don't know <laughs> all right pick pick a good one i'm gonna make okay, you do two first... back to back tiff Okay, I'm just going to mention that I played Chimera, finally. <gasps> and it was okay. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I would play it again. I, I didn't hate it. It was fine. The only thing that really sucked about it is our first round was, we should have just played that as like a learning round yeah. and then reset the whole thing. Because my husband got ahead by like 200 points in the first round and then it was just like, nope. Yeah. No catching up to that. So, but it was fun, and I I do get the appeal. The whole three player business does make it hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad I'm glad that Kyle uh, has it, and that it's an option when we have three players. If I ever see Kyle again, because he's there's a baby coming. Oh jeez. So, <laughs> congratulations, Kyle. Um, that's congrats, Kyle. Soon. So uh, how'd your husband yeah, like it? it? Good luck, Kyle. Good luck. <laughs> Good I luck, mean, Kyle. he won, so that's always a determining factor for if my husband likes it. So, good. yeah, he had, a, he had a good night, and I think he would play it again. Excellent. Every time we play a trick-taking game, he goes, so this is basically hearts. <laughs> that's kind but, of like our inside well, joke. It's it's hearts. There's no better trick-taking game than hearts. So that's it's true. That's, that's the level set. It's like, kind of perfect. Is, yeah. Right. Hearts is and a 10. And that's how he feels. It's like playing abstract games and being like, so this is kind of like chess. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that. So that went over well. And then this week, I thought I was working on my top of the stack, but apparently <laughs> I wasn't because I don't pay attention to what month it is. Uh, so I finally got to play Meteora New Era, which I backed on Kickstarter a while back. It's a worker placement game, and it's pretty, like, I read the rules for it. I'm like, this is, like, easy this is straightforward like lords of water deep worker placement place worker get some stuff turn your stuff into other stuff points nice but the problem with this compared to like say other farming type games is you have to convert the resources that you're collecting up to levels into the manufacturing process so like you you can plant fields and gather like wheat and apples and things like that but then you're supposed to take the apples and other stuff and go to these factories and convert that to the next level thing so you take your your i don't know i'm trying to think your grapes and your something else and you turn it into wine and then you take your wine and something else and turn it into something crazy so they're like (laughs) it's like a tech tree (laughs) So like I was I was cl- I was collecting sheep, which mm-hmm. got me wool, and then I turned my wool into a vest. Into a vest. Yeah. A wool and, and vest. And and literally, I only made one vest, and it felt like an amazing accomplishment because this is one of those worker placement games where you feel like you don't have enough dudes to do what you want. 
you definitely don't have enough dudes to do what you want and it's very feels very constrained yeah so it's like brew crafters like where you only make like one bottle of beer that's yeah it's that feeling and it's disheartening i there are some of those games where it builds a little bit and you're like oh my god how is this ever gonna like pan out and then like your last three rounds are just huge so it feels like you came from nothing and accomplished look at all this stuff i've made this is like (laughs) you come from nothing and i i've made a vest and that's all i did (laughs) and i i it's i spent everything that i had to make a vest and i lost (laughs) did anybody make more than one vest or one thing i mean there were there were some different things that that you can do um there are industrial advancements that you can get and and add to your personal board that give you bonuses i wish i had gotten into those early on that probably would have helped me out and the people that did that did a little bit better than me um so they're just like upgrades that give you your own personal special bonus so mm-hmm. if you have two sh- you know if you have two sheep on your board you can do this so it's kind of a nice i should have done that i i learned a lot from this play i I don't know that playing with five is really great because it, it you start with only two workers at five and you can have at most three workers. Woo. Yeah, and it's That's a, a huge board. You're you know, you have your regular resources that you're collecting. You also have like animal pens that you can get to put your animals in because it's agricola like and you can only have three animals in a pen, so you have to plan that all out. On top of that, you have the factories and and manufacturing spaces of the board. There's also a market where you can go and you can trade goods for money or resources. And on top of that, every once in a while, there's a rodeo that you need to train horses for. (laughs) So, Are you making vests for them to wear during the rodeo? (laughs) My horse was wearing a vest, but no. So like you getting horses is one of the spots. So you can get a horse, but you'll also need to irrigate your horse's stall. Like there's water tokens that you irrigate your fields and your horse with, and you feed it apples to level it essentially. So you have to be producing apples. You have to water your horse. You're leveling it all up. And then when there's a rodeo, which happens three times in the game, but it can happen more often because there are event cards that happen every round. Um, When there's a rodeo, the highest level horse gets a huge reward. And then that horse goes goes away. It dies? To the place where rodeo winning horses go. Big farm in the sky. I don't know. So you just destroy your Mm. horse. It goes back into the supply. The second place player gets... But you get one glue. (laughs) <laughs> that would be a nice touch but no the second place player gets half of that and then they put their horse down to level one but they still keep their horse hmm. then the rest of the people get half 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 and they only have to level down like one level so it's it's kind of like a weird like you're trying to figure it out and there's a whole bunch of stuff on this that should be printed on the board but you have to keep looking at the rule book to make sure you're doing it right kind of things like you could just print this on the board anyway <laughs> so you have waited a very long time for this game tiff yeah how you feeling 
I'm not feeling too great about it, no. to be truthful. I really wanted to like this. I love straightforward type worker placement. And I like that this bumped up the complexity level a little bit where you had, but it's almost overwhelming, especially me with AP. I feel like, oh, I gotta just take my turn. Well, when you just take a turn and not think it through on this game, you can really screw yourself badly. So I just, it wasn't very forgiving, in my opinion. And, um, I don't know if I, like, it was probably a mistake to play it at five, but when I went and looked at the board game geek comments to see, like, how people were feeling about it, people were playing it at three and feeling the same way. Mm. So, I'm, I am i don't know. I, I would play it again with three players just to see if it feels a little bit better with more workers, but, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather play Waterdeep. <laughs> Dan, does this suffering excite you? What's suffering in the game or yeah. Tiff? No, not Tiff's suffering. We don't. That doesn't excite us. I have no sympathy for Tiff playing Euro games at five players. Not cool, Tiff. <laughs> she knows I know. better. I do know better. I told Dan that that I didn't want to do it, but then I went ahead and did it anyway. But uh, yeah, and it was really bad because we had a new person at our game night too, and I felt bad for her. So yeah, I don't know. It wasn't great, and it took all. It took our pretty much our whole entire game night so it was kind of a bummer i don't want to give up on it but mm, i might just trade this away without playing it a second time that's how it was just kind of a disheartening game like i'd rather play agricola that's how i feel about it Uh oh yeah agricola is good agricola is not bad (laughs) i i don't mind agricola i used to absolutely hate it but now i've played enough Euro games to realize the genius of Agricola. The one thing that this one does have that I'll say is it has awesome chicken meeples. Um, I've um. never seen... this. It's probably my favorite meeple that I've ever seen in a game are the chicken meeples in this game. Is it just shaped like a chicken? It's shaped like a chicken, but it's a very detailed meeple. It's a tiny little chicken. All right, I'm Googling. (laughs) Viticulture has rooster meeples. That's true. I don't know. I maybe should check out my Viticulture <laughs> meeples. I've played Viticulture, but I haven't played my own copy of it. It's still pristine. Hmm. Unsullied. I still haven't played that game. I thought you liked that game, Dan. I'm confused. I do, but I don't I don't need the deluxe version when there's been four other versions since it. It's true. Yeah, I have that deluxe version too. But it's still sitting in shrink. <laughs> You you could sell that for a pretty penny. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I actually like the game and I want to have it. I know, but you Maybe you I sell did. that for like 250 and then buy the essential edition for 40. Business. Dan, Dan's my business advisor. I need to get I need to listen to his advice cuz I have sold like zero games out of my giant pile of games that I needed to sell. I really meant to take all my games and do the like flea market thing at Origins this year, but things kind of got, I got a little distracted. Are you not selling anything to people at Origins? Nobody took you up. Um, no, I I've had some trade offers on Board Game Geek lately, and I hadn't been on Board Game Geek for a while, and then I looked, and I had all these trade offers in my mail, so I'm making some trades. So I guess that's okay. Yeah, but it works. I really want to get rid of these games that I have. And, I, you know, it's fine that no one took me up on it. They're not my favorite games. I'm getting rid of them for a reason, so I understand why. Maybe the people 
wouldn't want them, but at some point I just need to liquidate. But I bought some plastic totes and I'm storing them in my garage now. Cool. They're garage games. I can't even have them in my house. That's how much I hate mm-hmm. them. I see Can no chicken noodles. Chicken? Oh, that's sad. I feel like it's the first picture on the Meteora page. Oh, I looked on Board Game Geek. The Meteora page of Board Game Geek. Oh, you, uh, I thought you meant the Kickstarter. Well, anyway, we don't need to wait for me to find the chicken meeples. I'll keep doing that while everyone else talks about things. Dan. That's it. I uh, I led you down a path last time when you talked about a game. Was there anything else that you played that you wanted to chat about? No, not right now. Well, okay then. I guess no, that's I all we have. Listen, I talked for a long time about games. I haven't played anything really new. Um, I played Beyond Baker Street. That was nice. okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was okay. Um, didn't love it. Didn't hate it. It was fine. Rather play Hanabi. I got that for you for your birthday. Don't. Well, I guess it's your birthday present. You can sell it if you want to. That's fine. I'd play it. Like it's 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 interesting. I guess. Um. It's it's another one of those things that is like we played on like the first three difficulties and crushed it and then it was like okay that's it um and I played Shakespeare again which is still excellent oh that's, that was on my top of the stack still uh, haven't played that it's it still, is excellent and I want to play it again Damn. yeah so that's all I've done I haven't gamed I've been super busy at work. I counted it last week. I had 34 meetings in four days. Gross. Yep. Pretty awesome. Living so, that business life. Hey, yeah, that's what they pay me for. So, Tiff, I, how many meetings did you much. have last week? What? How many meetings did you have last week? <laughs> um, zero meetings. A lot of baking, though. Oh, how many loaves of bread have you made? <laughs> I uh, I got an instant pot, so it's not so much. I, I t- backed off on the baking a little bit and experimented with the instant pot with some pressure cooking. You are like all over the place these days. Me? Yeah. Oh, when are well. you gonna start your YouTube channel about your food <laughs> foodery? Maybe I need to. I I jump around my hobbies a little bit. Like you know, I'll be deep into photography for a while and then jump out of it and then get back into it. So I don't know. That's just how I am, and I decided that cooking is important. So Well, it's satisfying. You get a useful it product. It all started with my lunch jars. Yeah, I remember yeah. the lunch jars. I think the listeners remember the lunch jars. You should do the lunch jars, everybody. I'm telling you. Yeah, I got to use a really fancy Canon camera yesterday. Yeah? And I normally ha- I have a Nikon, so I was like trying to fool around with this thing. Hmm. Taking gender reveal photos at a, like, a baby reveal thingy. Oh. I felt it was a bad time to experiment with the camera. I bet. They're like, oh, let me take a look at the pictures. I was like, um. No. You got Photoshop? Because <laughs> I don't know how they're going to look. But anyway, uh, the the only thing that I've been playing a whole ton of before we talk about our top of the stack, uh, I've been playing so much Crokinole since I got my Crokinole board. <laughs> Just a ton of Crokinole. It's outrageous. I don't know anyone that owns a Crokinole board near me. Got that Mayday $100 board, and it's it's paying for itself. I I played with Kel's family and, like, Ben and Biff and Kel and me and I just, everyone. I just keep putting in front of people, and we're having a ball. And Ben and I got caught in 
we had like an hour and a half to play games. Like we we played a game of Tricarion, and then he and I had a game, uh, some time to play a game, and we just ended up playing like seven matches of Crokinole instead, in like an hour, which was like twenty eight games total. So, just kept flicking discs. It's a lot of fun. Sounds like fun. I'm terrible at flicking. Could I still have fun if I'm terrible at flicking? I don't know. Depends on if your like demeanor really can handle losing. Like, how is your acceptance of being bad at things? I'm bad at everything, so... Oh. Like, would you flick a disc at someone's face if they beat you? No. You said that I with some just, hesitation. I, I, I was trying to think about what I would do. If you I can handle I, losing, then yes, you can be bad at flicking and still have fun. I'd maybe pout a little bit. Oh. Well, maybe they'd take it easy on you next game. Yeah, that's the know. strategy. Maybe you should Ladies. stick with Clask. <laughs> it is good. Magnet good bumping. Yeah. It's more your dexterity of choice. But anyway. It is. That and stacking. Anyway. And stacking, yeah. Well, I so I've just been playing a bunch of Crokinole. And I like that board. If you can get your hands on that Mayday board, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not the fancy handmade like $400 board. But if you just want to play some Crokinole, it's like the cheapest way to do it. So, 100 bucks. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it is wood. It's a little wood. terrible. I mean, it's like actual... I mean, it's manufactured, but it's game. wood. It's nice. Yeah. It's not like you're going to play uh, a pretzel game, like you're going to play flick em up plastic version. <laughs> That's true. That's not the way you want to play your dexterity games, people. So, anywho, let's jump over to Top of the Stack. Let's round out this episode. I'm chatting about some things. Thank you, Tiff, for divulging all of your gameplays. Now you need to play some more games. Just bask out. in this, people, because it may never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Been a little crazy for the past year or so, and I just don't know. Spurts. Yeah, well, life. That's okay. I think you're allowed to, to live a real life for a, li- a little while. You come I back to board gaming in a bit. Meh. Meh. Maybe I'll just pressure cook. <laughs> but Tiff, unfortunately, you it seems like you played the wrong top of the stack, because your mace... Top of the stack was Shakespeare, Coldwater, Crown, and Gaia. Yeah, I didn't play any of that. It was it was April that Mate, uh, Mutiera was on. Remember, yeah, you were like, well, oh, I'll take a break from Mutiera because I keep not playing it, so I'll stop putting it <laughs> on the top of the stack, and then you decided to play brain, it. In my brain, I was like, I'm never giving up on Mutiera. I, I thought that I had said that at some point. <laughs> so, that's fun. That's okay. I don't mind. I'm glad that I played it because it was haunting me. It was just sitting there staring at me. It had been on my top of the stack for months, so it's fine. I'd rather play that and feel like I accomplished something. Well, you know Not you're going to trade it now, so maybe. Yeah. If you're looking, if you're looking to trade for me, tier, I'll let yeah. you know. So we're in June now, and we have we have the entire month of June, but we also have origins coming up so what are the things that you want to get played at origins and if there's anything outside of that that maybe you want to tack on for the rest of the month give me what you're feeling for top of the stack this month for me yes ma'am oh um well i i really want to play defenders of the last stand with dan with dan oh and patrick it's gonna be horrible and patrick too but especially dan but, uh, yeah, I, I would like to play that. If Patrick's willing to teach, it, it sounds like the perfect golden opportunity for me to play it. Um, I w- I'm wondering if someone's going to have Great Western Trail with them at Origins. Because I, I don't own it, and it Dan has raved about it. I want to play it. 
So that would be a good one. And Raiders of North Sea, I have to put it on there because I own it and it's a spiel uh, nominee and I haven't played it. It's sitting on my shelf. So let's, I want that. Well, that's not too bad. So those are yeah. things that could probably easily be played at Origins. Is there anything else extraneous? One like long shot game you want to throw on there or you want to keep it clean? <laughs> do I really, do you really think that I need to put long shot games on this? I don't know. I just, you know, sometimes I believe in you, Tiff. I still want to play uh, Shakespeare, but that's that's a definite long shot. Well, Dan just played that, so that might not just, work out in your favor. Just hearing Dan talk about it, I'm I'm excited, and it maybe it won't get played at Origins, but it's possible that my game night people could handle it. After playing Meteora, I feel like we'll be fine. They'll, they'll love Shakespeare. If you bring it, Tiff, I would love to play it, but. Mm. I don't know that I'm bringing anything. Oh, okay. I don't like carrying things around at conventions. That's fair. We'll see. <laughs> My That's car's fair. going into the shop tomorrow, so we'll see if I can even drive to Origins myself. Just get your Uber driver to carry it in for you. I'm going to have to. I'm gonna Extra make a 10 lot bucks if you carry this game inside for Uber me. Uber friends. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that's plenty. And All there's right. no way I'm playing any of it, so... <laughs> Somebody's going to sit down and set it up and be like, Tiff, come play. No, sorry. It's My goal is to avoid stack. playing Top of the Stack. Sometimes it seems that way. I've got a persona I... to live up to. Exactly. Wow. All right, Dan, you were trying to play your prototype three times. Now, how, how are you doing with the prototype? Where are we at with the prototype for Origins? I know you're talking about pitching it and things like that. Um, I'll have it with me. I haven't done much work. I mean, I played it my three times. I did fulfill my top of the stack, but I haven't touched it in the last probably week and a half because, as I just mentioned earlier, my my brain has been consumed by my actual paying job. Um, so I'm bringing it. I think I'll have. I think I have an unpub table Thursday afternoon. Um, I have one or two quote pitches lined up but i'm not really you know i just want to get the experience um i like where the game's at now i've whittled it down it's more of a a family style game um with the 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 onus being on the uh the dice rolling uh people wanted more of that and so i got it to where that's happening pretty much every turn so that's um good because you're rolling dice when you're going into the storm to kind of see how you come out I made a, a a really cool tweak in the last couple of weeks from the last playtest um, to kind of make the storms a little more unique, um, so to speak. So I don't know. We'll see how it, we'll see how it plays. Individual storm player powers. Well, no, because before like there was a track like one through six, and you're trying to get the further, and you know if you got to four, you were getting a level four photo or a, a four point photo. But now what I've done is I've there's a deck. So think of like Thebes or a game like that where you've got, you know, a distribution of cards. Um, so you've got photos and then there's obstacles and you're actually putting out the track of cards. And that's mm -hmm. what those are the photos you will collect if you place dice on those cards kind of thing. So um, it just it's just a little tweak, um, but it, it works really nicely um, so right. far. Cool. Well, what's cool is that, you know, maybe if any of those pitches go well... I, I don't know this process fully, but it, I've always thought that don't they do have like development teams? So maybe if they like where it's at, they can help you like. I don't know. From what I've heard, a lot of publishers nowadays are 
they're just trying to churn out games. Oh, okay. um, so they want it almost done. Oh, that's um, a bummer. Some do still have it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I would just like to get someone's opinion on it and anyone's opinion on it, basically. The more the merrier. Um, because people people had fun with it at um, Unpub. It was just kind of a little bit bloated at that point. So I've really kind of worked on getting it down under an hour and making it just a little more fun to just chuck the dice. Yeah. The best thing was, I don't think I mentioned this in the Unpub recap, but well, we were we were playing it and I was set out on the board and it's got like a board element to it. Like there's some tactical movement, how you actually get to the storms. But uh, Lonius came over and he was like, you know, I'll make this better. You just, uh, just go ahead and get rid of everything but the dice. <laughs> <laughs> I was he just like, that? yes, <laughs> yeah. Hadn't even know, doesn't even know what the game is about or anything. He just goes, I could just tell. You just give it everything, keep them dice. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, nope, that's not gonna happen. But thank you. <laughs> Does he listen to the show and just know your caricature of him? Because that's like is spot he trolling on. you. I don't <laughs> think you so. Trolled? I don't think so. He didn't. He didn't tell me to put Cthulhu in it. So I guess, uh, I guess he doesn't listen. Cthulhu. Give it everything. Keep the dice. Yeah. Add some Cthulhu. So Tiff, you're you're going to be subjected to this game when we get there. No, nice. okay. Because my first my you. first quote pitch is Friday, so I need to get I need to get a play or two in before Friday. Well, find Kel and I because I still want to try it. And yeah, I want I was trying to save you and Kel for like blind play testing because you don't yeah. know the new version at all. And I was like, yeah. I could just hand them the rule book, but I don't have the rule book in a final state. Maybe I will get it to a good state by Wednesday. I'm bringing I my can laptop. I also edit rule books. You also have lots of friends who can edit rule books too. Yeah, it's just tough so. writing rules. So I write yeah. very technical, um, which is good and bad. Well, every time we talk about this game, there's always listeners and other people excited to try it out. So I'm sure that if you're trying to have people play it or if people you're listening and you want to play it, find Dan. It sounds like he'll have it on him. I don't know. I'm not volunteering you to teach Dan because that's no, it's fine. Gonna just uh, Twitter me or message me on Board Game Geek and I'll, I'll shoot you my number and you can text me or whatever. Especially yeah. the ladies. Oh, episode 69. <laughs> no, <kidding>. Anyway. <laughs> Free phone uh, number. So, Dan, you know, before we get too far, what do you want to play at Origins and or in June? Uh, Any, I don't anything care. exciting that you really want to try out or hope people um, bring or three board games that's my list this month you want to play three board games yeah i I really don't have a list i i would like well i'd like to play lorenzo il magnifico again um let's put that on the list let's put not alone on the list cool and let's put i don't know something else i'm trying to look around my ah cobras let's it's on my desk Cobras. cobras there we go nice all right well for me my top of the stack was uh, Stronghold, Blood Bowl, Yokohama. I did play Yokohama, and I played Blood Bowl with Kel. She actually liked it. So that was good. Didn't get to play Stronghold, unfortunately. It just didn't come together. Uh, so moving forward into June, I think I'm going to put the three games that have showed up on my doorstep this week, which were all Kickstarter games. So first was Pathogenesis, which is a deck-building game where you are a pathogen attacking a body, which is kind of cool. We covered that in Kickstarter Spotlight before. Uh, we got a copy of Encantress, which is a Kickstarter game we talked about before, too. Uh, that's not one that I backed, but got sent over uh, to check out. That's like a wizarding, kind of Ameritrashy battle game. Uh, so I'm going to have that on me for Origins, because that plays two through four, and it seems like it'll go pretty quick. So if you're interested in trying that out, come find me. And then I got Techno Bowl, which is like a little... It's almost kind of like 
Blood Bowl. It's a football game, but it's based off the old Tecmo Bowl board games. It's like silly, but it's got it's grounded in real football rules and things like that. So uh, pretty interesting stuff. So all three of those have showed up, showed up. I'm reading through rule books now and have them set up on my table to try out. So I'll be bringing a couple of them with me to uh, to Origins along with some other stuff. Oh, I want to play Hawaii. Sorry to interrupt you. Hawaii. Just, yeah. Oh, Hawaii's good. Sorry, sure. continue. Sorry, it's just no. You're fine. I've never moment. played Hawaii. Me either. But I own it's it. It's one of the games that I got into when I like first started getting deep into games. So it's always going to have a special spot in my heart. Yeah. I hope it's still good. I haven't played it in a little while, but. Well, if you have it, don't bring it because you're not bringing any games. Uh, somebody else bring Hawaii around so that Dan can play. <laughs> I'll bring my. No, I have it. I got it oh, for okay. 15 bucks used, nice. and it's not even played. Which was oh, great not deal. very used. Well, that's pretty cool. So those are the things that I want to play. There's lots of other stuff. If you are interested, I'm gonna try to say this without Dan groaning in the background. If you're interested in playing a game of New Angeles, I think I've got Craig on the hook for it, and might be able to to uh, rope Kel or Steve into it. So if you want to do some negotiation with me, if you want to uh, ruin your origins experience, play New Angeles from yeah. Fantasy Flight Games. Five hours of maddening sadness. <laughs> <laughs> with me you said i couldn't grunt you didn't say i couldn't comment it's true so game anywho <laughs> <laughs> touche let's go ahead and wrap up this show uh thank you all for joining us for episode 69 remember you can find us on facebook you can find us at uh podcast and nonsensical gamers podcast and nonsensical gamers.com the bgg guild number 2077 check out instagram uh, that'll be nonsensical gamers or cinnamon buns for pictures of origins 2017 or what we've been playing or where we're at things like that uh if you like the show you can leave us itunes reviews and comments to let us know what you like what you don't like give us some good constructive feedback thank you to our sponsor tasty minstrel games for all their support uh they will be there at origins check out some of the things that they have on tap they've got a whole slew of new games that will be available for demo and possibly to buy uh you can also find them at playtmg.com and then if you want to find us before we go into twitter handles well now let's just do this if they want if people want to find you how do they do that give all of the different ways you're willing to accept requests at origins so tiff if they want to find you how do they do that look for dan and i'll probably be somewhere in that area Fair enough. That's how I... You have to go through Dan to get to me. Oh, okay. So they shouldn't tweet you at IneptGamer? <laughs> no, you can tweet me at IneptGamer, and that's probably the best and only way. <laughs> okay. Well, Dan, you can since... email me at sociallyineptgamer <laughs> if that's what... If, that's what you, if you want a long-form communication, that's fine, too. Yeah. I'm into that. Dan, you are apparently Tiff's keeper, and uh, where can you be found? How do they get in touch with you? Uh, apparently with Tiff, so if you walk... <laughs> And look at the floor instead of looking straight ahead. You might find her, and then you'll find me. Yeah, that was, that was what I was saying. If you're looking for me at Origins, you will not be able to find me, but you will be able to find Dan. If you see so. Dan standing around and there seems to be a strange gap next to him, it's probably actually just Tiff. Just look like three feet lower. Yes. <laughs> or you could probably find us oogling Japanese import games somewhere with uh, questionable anime art. Uh, yes. yes. Just hang we out at the Japan anime game booth. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, scout the top racks of the Cool Stuff booth for Dan wrestling games out of people's hands. I'll fight people. I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to. Like Tiff said, I'm tall. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually big. He uses it to his advantage, folks. Ladies, episode 69. 
Thank you. I, so. I threw these softballs up, and you guys, I know you didn't play sports, but <laughs> you got to hit them. Oh, my. You can find me at Cinnamon Buns. Good luck with that. I, I don't know if I'll be around Dan and Tiff, but I'll be wandering around somewhere. Uh, also kind of tall. Just Probably. look for five people cursing their life, and then look down <laughs> for those people playing New Angeles, and you'll yeah. find Matt. If you hear, if you see someone being escorted out of Origins for uh, improper conduct during a game, that's probably me. Uh, or if you just hear lots of curse words coming from the hall behind Pikachu's butt, it's probably also me. So, anyway, thank you all for joining us. Hopefully, we will see you at Origins. Hit us up. Uh, if not, hopefully, you enjoy the content that we provide. And uh, we will see you next time for Origins wrap up. Everyone, go ahead and say goodbye. Toodles. Bye. 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 <laughs>